five, six, seven, eight. June is busting out all over. <laughs> I was going to do the exact same thing. We are so in sync. <laughs> we are so in sync. Hi, Jocelyn. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another updates episode of Breaking the Curtain, Ooh. where we update you on what's going on with us in our lives and in the blogosphere, as well as some staging news, which we have had a lot of recently. Yeah, so let's just jump right into what we've been up to on the podcast this past month. So for those of you who have followed along with the podcast, we had three episodes out in May, uh, mainly because we've been planning more for June. But the ones that we have had, we had a little updates episode, just like this one. We talked about our dream musicals, so what musicals we would like to see exist based on books or movies and things like that. And we also had an interview with the creative team of Fortnite, which is a brand new musical, all about their work, the upcoming cast album, and gave you an exclusive sneak peek of one of the completed songs. So if you haven't listened to either of those episodes, you can find them wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> yes, and seriously, please do go listen to the For Tonight episode. If that's the only one you listen to from this past month, it is such a beautiful episode, and those creatives have, they wear their heart on their sleeve, and it was such an honor to talk with them. Yeah, it's literally one of those moments where it's like, please take all of my money because these people are so, so good at what they do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's something they're really passionate about. And mm -hmm. I love that. I love their passion. And they've written something from the heart. And if it comes from a place that's that vulnerable and that personal, it, it, it's always good. It's always good. So. That conversation is one of my favorite interviews we've done so far. Big love for everybody at Four Tonight. And Chrissy, so in May, what were you doing over on Break a Leg? Sure, yeah. You know what? I always forget what I've done for the past month until I look back on the blog, so. <laughs> well, this past month, we did some really cool stuff. We got to review Everything is Absolutely Fine, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous show about anxiety and it really hit home for me. I, I really recommend you see the show if it's still online to view or if it's in your area when theaters are back open. It was it was a masterpiece of a show. Really, really good. I also brought back Stagey Summer Sippers, which is probably my favorite thing that I do on the blog. I create these little stagey cocktail concoctions. <laughs> That was such a mouthful. Anyways, um, yeah, so please do drink these responsibly and only if you are of legal age, wherever that is in your country. Um, yeah, my favorite from this batch is probably the frozen melted snowman. <laughs> There's like three little blueberries to look like the buttons of Olaf and um, a carrot for the nose. <laughs> I would drink every single one of the drinks you've created. And that's not because, like, not in a bad way. Um, just they all look delicious. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I would drink you. them responsibly. So if you're going to enjoy one of these lovely cocktails, do share responsibly. If you Please are drink under the age of whatever the legal drinking age is where you are, don't drink at all. She has delightful virgin options. I do. Yeah. But no, they are always so brilliantly crafted. They suit mm -hmm. the show. And every time I read them, like my mouth waters. I'm like, <laughs> I need to order every single one of these. So next time we are together in person, Chrissy's going to play bartender. Yeah. Thanks, friend. I will try my best at bartender, the role 
of a lifetime. <laughs> I'll tip you. I'll pay you. Finally. Paid for my art. <laughs> but seriously, please do hire me. I need a job. I need money. <laughs> Anyways, what's been happening on both sides of the curtain? Well, May actually picked up a little bit, you know. I'm finally hitting that strive with the work-life blog balance. And, um... Yeah, things are good. I had about three different little promotional things that I've been able to put up, and a couple of them we're actually going to talk about today, so I'll leave that for later. I also, in May, I posted a little review about I Wish My Life Were Like a Musical, which you didn't listen to the episode where we interviewed uh, the writer and the cast members. You can check that out as well, because it was so fun to talk with them, and it was such a great show. It was just, it was very... Um, restorative for me as a theater lover uh, after these difficult months. <laughs> and also, I put up something I've been working on for a long time and finally finished. It is From Page to Stage, musicals based on books, because I love to read. I'm an avid reader, and the amount of crossovers between the book world and the musical world are insane. There was more than I even thought there were. So you can check that out if you're curious, because I was, and it kind of just unraveled. So that's that's what I've been up to. I've been doing a lot of Googling lately. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Part of the fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Love a good Google search. And now let's get into some exciting theater news. <laughs> Start spreading the news. Broadway is back. Here's some dates we know for opening performances. Ain't Too Proud resumes performances on October 16th. Aladdin resumes performances on September 28th. Chicago, September 14th. Come From Away, September 21st. Company, December 20th. Dear Evan Hansen, December 11th. Diana, December 1st. Girl From the North Country, October 13th. Hadestown, September 2nd. Hamilton, September 14th. Jagged Little Pill, October 21st. MJ the Musical opens on December 6th. Mrs. Doubtfire resumes performances on October 21st. 6, September 17th. Tina, the Tina Turner Musical, October 8th. The Lion King, September 14th. The Phantom of the Opera, October 22nd. And Wicked, September 14th. Tickets to see any of these shows are available right now. They are on sale. You can go to their websites, check it all out. They could probably change within the time period. I'm not too sure, but it's a glimmer of hope for sure. Also recently announced was a new musical adaptation of Winnie the Pooh coming to Off-Broadway this fall. The new musical stage adaptation is developed by family entertainment creator Jonathan Rockefeller, whose puppetry is currently on display in Paddington Gets in a Jam and The Very Hungry Caterpillar Show. It'll feature an all-new story set in the Hundred Acre Wood, and the show will be performed with life-size puppetry. It'll also have songs from Disney's Robert B. Sherman and Richard M. Sherman. As well as songs by the original creator A.A. A. Milne. So the run will be starting at Theatre Row beginning on October 21st and is presented in association with Disney Theatrical Productions. I am so excited. I have loved Winnie the Pooh since like the first day of my life. That's literally my... Like, I was born and my dad gave me a Pooh Bear. I'm obsessed and I'm so excited that he's going to be on stage. I'm just thrilled to pieces. Isn't that what we kind of need after such a taxing year? We need some, we need some Winnie the Pooh wholesome, wholesomeness. 
Yeah, I'm me excited. too. This is definitely a show that I give a bother about. <laughs> if y'all want any more information, you can go to WhitneyThePooShow.com. And they don't have much up there yet, but you can join their early bear mailing list so that you'll get all updates sent to you directly and information on how to buy tickets when they do go on sale. So you guys have to go see it because um, the U.S.-Canada border will probably not be open by then. So I need somebody to go see it and tell me how it is. Okay. So the next news is something that should be really exciting but has quickly turned into something really frustrating. The Tony Awards will air on Sunday, September 26th at 9 p.m. ET on the CBS network, and it'll be available to stream live and on demand on Paramount Plus and the CBS app. Hold on to your Tonys, kids, because this is some baloney. The Tony Awards that we know and love that we watch yearly on CBS, that'll be only available through the subscription app paramount plus okay what'll be aired this year on cbs on national television that'll just be the three main awards and i think like a few performances maybe or something like that but it's basically a special called broadway's back and it's presented by the tony awards but it's not actually the full length tony awards to watch that you'll have to buy a subscription to uh this paramount plus thing so that's upsetting after this year of crazy bullshit. Listen, I have thought long and hard about how I want to say this, and I'm probably going to end up writing a blog post about it because I just need to collect my thoughts. But, you know, even when the Tony Awards were aired live, the full show, it's not entirely accessible for people who don't have certain channels. You have to kind of find online where you can stream it. Sometimes you can't stream it if you're not in the United States. It's hard. And the only reason I've been able to see like the past few years of Tony Awards is because my grandma had cable. So I would go and we'd have a little sleepover and we'd watch the awards together. But it's not, it's not accessible to everyone. And now they're going to make it even less accessible. And I know that part of it comes from the people who run the TV companies and all that, and they want their viewership and this, that, and the other thing. And that's fair. But how many awards for film and television do we sit through every year? Come on, guys. We can at least make room for one for theater. It's 2021. In the last year, we have witnessed the power of what live streaming an event can do, the reach of it. We We've learned what's possible when we present theater in this way. And I'm honestly surprised that the Tony Awards aren't doing something that's a free live stream or like a pay what you can, donation based towards the Actors Fund, all these sorts of things that are possible. We know that they work. I don't know. And doing something through where you have to subscribe to a platform and give them like your information and probably money to watch something that makes Broadway accessible to so many. It blows, it blows my mind. It really, I'm quite baffled by it. Um, we did do a previous episode where we spoke about the Tony Awards in general and should they or should they not happen and I guess my answer has changed in the fact that they shouldn't happen like this. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I, was quite, I was quite turned off by the news. Uh, what was your initial reaction, Chrissy? 
Oh, oh gosh. Well, my initial reaction was confusion and then hurt, of course, because you're taking something that's already not very accessible, like you said. And in general, Broadway is not accessible. It really is not. And it really is just so frustrating because, I mean, tickets to see Broadway shows are outrageous in general. And I can understand why. I understand all the factors that go into the price of a ticket. I get it. And I am someone who is fortunate to be able to visit New York City. And when I go, I do get to see a show. Of course, I go on like discount tickets. I I look for the best deals online, like I'm sure many of you do as well. And even at that, it's crazy. But that is why I like to watch the Tony Awards, because I know that if I get the chance to go to New York at some point in that year, I'm only going to be able to see one show. You know what I mean? And I like to watch the performances. I like to see tidbits of shows that I would have loved to see if I could afford it. And I know even that is coming from a place of complete privilege because so many people cannot afford to even fly to New York City. There's so many people who live so far away from New York City and the Tony Awards, rewatching it on YouTube the next day, some people don't even have the channel. And getting to watch those performances on YouTube the next day, it's special. And it's something that everyone who wants to watch the Tony Awards, they should have that access to do so if they wish to. And, you know, in comparison to seeing a live performance, film and television is so much more accessible. And, of course, there's always the upper hands fighting over bootlegs. And, you know, it's not something I particularly partake in watching. However, I mean, and now you're going to make us pay to watch these five-minute performances that we may never even get to see on stage? It's... (laughs) I'm upset. I'm upset and not for myself to watch it and enjoy, but for the the tons of people who just don't even get to experience this live, who don't get to experience theater live for whatever reason it may be. And, you know, after the year that we've had, there have been so many discussions about theater accessibility and how, as a community, things can be more accessible to everyone. And while these conversations still con- need to continue to happen, especially in lar- in on levels far bigger than the Tony Awards, we need to talk about making the industry accessible to everyone. But when we talk, but the Tony Awards, that is something that so almost simply could be done by making it accessible to kids who maybe they don't have cable, maybe they can't afford a streaming service. There's this beautiful, beautiful moment in one of the Tony Awards where Neil Patrick Harris talks about the kids out there in the middle of nowhere who are watching the Tony performances and dreaming of like a life in the theater. And that the reason, like, you know, they're the reason why people do what they do. And that was kind of like that moment in that opening number. And now with this kind of change, they're like, yep. Sorry, guys. You know, especially if you are a person who can't get to New York, sometimes the Tony performance is all you literally know about a show. You could be so excited and you could see the album and listen to the album over and over and over again, but that might be the only time you get those visuals. And I know for a lot of years, I had to look up the performances the next day on YouTube and hope that they were there. And... 
you know, it does almost feel alienating sometimes, especially if you're talking with theater friends who have cable or like were able to watch it. It's kind of like, man, I, I, I haven't, I haven't seen any of that. But you know, this is just this is just a whole other thing. I'm I'm really just I'm quite disappointed, especially like I said, there are kids who may not have access to stream it that way or even have the TV channel to begin with. Like if if we're going to have the Tony Awards, we need to do it in a way that's accessible. And I guess I'm disappointed because like I said, this is a year that has been huge in the way that we've been able to make theater accessible by using the internet. And that's something that's been that's come of this horrible time we've gone through. And I think it would have even been great for the Tony Awards to recognize and incorporate that into what they're doing. I always feel like a winner just watching it. Like, it's, it's not about winning and losing and blah, blah, blah. It's about connection. It's about community. And... You know, I would even watch a Tony Awards show where nobody was nominated or got awards at all if it was just a show where every show on Broadway got to come and do a number or a little scene and show off what they're doing. That would be awesome. That would be so great. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a celebration of community and inspires connection. And it's like, you're not, re you're not reaching a lot of those people by restricting who can see it. I don't really have anything more to say in the sense that um, I haven't gathered my thoughts completely, but I think to put it simply, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. So I'll hand it back over to you. Well, in much happier news, the West End is currently back open and running. Starting, of course, Woo! with only a few shows. We have Six and Jamie open, the Les Mis concert, and of course, more to come. Yeah! You're going to want to open a fresh bag of corn nuts for this one because Heather's is headed back to the West End. Yes, so it'll be playing at the Royal Hay Market from the 21st of June to the 11th of September. And this news came out on top of the news that a tour of the UK and Ireland was happening. So if you live in the UK and you love Heather's, this is your time. This summer is your time to thrive. And again, this is something I'm encouraging people to get tickets to and go and see because obviously I can't go to London right now. So uh, there are two wonderful casts with big names in each of them. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be big fun. <laughs> well, you know what? This has been a really fun, stagey episode with lots of great theater news. If there's something going on in your community this weekend um, that's stagey, go check it out. Go support. Of course, keep wearing your mask, get vaccinated, keep social distancing, and keep tuning in to Breaking the Curtain because we'll have some more stagey news for you really soon. I 100% agree. I got, I got some exciting news out of theater happenings in my hometown today. Everything is slowly opening back up. So let's take all that excitement about Broadway re reopening, the West End reopening, the Tony Awards. Let's take that, turn it into fuel, and see what we can do for the arts in our own communities because they are equally important. And I guarantee there would be no big commercial theaters if there weren't little ones getting people in and introducing them to love of the arts and... These small communities are just as important and they need more help than the bigger guys do right now.
100%. Do what you can. Find a way to give back. There are so many ways to give back, even like without paying money or going to see a show. Without leaving your house, you can support your local theater company by sharing their website on social media, sharing their Instagram posts, Twitter, all that sort of stuff. Just by getting them circulating is part of the work. Um, so yeah, that's, that's our challenge to you this weekend. Yes, everyone loves a good challenge. And if you do something really cool within the arts community, in your community, tag us. Yeah, leave us a comment because, as always, there's a little Instagram post about the episode. Leave us a comment on that Instagram post and tag your local theater and what they're doing right now. And what we'll do is we'll go through and we'll share them on our story. Get on that Instagram. We are at Breaking the Curtain. Give us a follow. Get those comments in. Tag that local theater company. We will share them in our story and make it a highlight on our page because supporting your local theater is so important right now. So stay safe, stay stagey. I'm Jocelyn. I'm Chrissy. And together we're breaking the curtain. And thank you guys for tuning in. Again, we have some exciting stuff coming your way in June that you don't want to miss out on. Bye, Bye everybody.